With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From SF Land, this is Dorking Out, a podcast for people who love to dork out about movies, TV, and everything pop culture. Welcome to Dorking Out. My name is Sonia Mansfield, and it's our time to dance. Joining me is my podcasting sister from Another Mister and the co-host of Dorking Out, Margot D. Hello, my friend. Jump back. <laughs> if you can't tell in this episode, we're dorking out about 1984's Footloose. Not the remake. I never saw the remake. Did you see the remake? Fuck no. Hell no. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> Fuck that remake. Although I'm sure it's perfectly fine. Whatever. Um Footloose is 35 years old this year. 35. I can't even believe that. I know. God, I feel, <sighs> that makes me feel old. Um, if for some reason you haven't seen Footloose, I, you might be married to me. Actually, my husband has never seen Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it stars Kevin Bacon and Laurie Singer, Chris Penn, Sarah Jessica Parker, Diane Wiest, and John Lithgow. Um, it's directed by Herbert Ross. And it was the fucking biggest thing in 84. It was huge. The soundtrack <laughs> was everywhere. The movie played forever. Like, this was a big deal. Did you see it in the theater, Margot? Yes, I did. Even though I don't want to admit I was alive. <laughs> uh, I, I think that makes me old. But yes, I did see it in the theater. I was excited to see it in the theater. And I had a really good friend at the time. And she loved that soundtrack so much, mm -hmm. she played it on a big boombox over her shoulder and would be walking <laughs> around Ridgewood, New Jersey, and you would hear her, and she played that soundtrack over and over I again. love it. I yeah. love it. I had that soundtrack, too. I had it on vinyl. Mm. So Purist. I, yes. I listened to it all the time. All the time. And I'm, I was trying to remember how I saw Footloose. Um, I'm pretty sure... I saw it in a double feature with Purple Rain. Oh, my God. At the Regency in Pleasant Hill. I'm I, pretty sure I saw it by itself. Yeah, I think, I think Purple, I think what happened was I didn't see Footloose, like, when it first came. I didn't see it right away. And then mm -hmm. Purple Rain came out, and at some point they played together, and I'm pretty sure that's how I saw it. I, I emailed my mom to get confirmation of that. And she's like, I really don't remember, but that sounds right. <laughs> okay, thanks, mom. <laughs> but, you don't remember all my movies, mom? I Please. know. God damn it, mom. What good Jesus, are you? mom. <laughs> but the soundtrack was everywhere. Like, every, I mean, I had so many hits. I actually wrote down, like, where is it? Here, it's like. Almost Paradise, Holding Out for a Hero, Dancing in the Sheets, um, Footloose, the song Footloose, like, Let's Hear It for the Boy. Like, all of these songs were <laughs> on the radio, like, at the same time. Really, really big soundtrack. I have a feeling, I, I am admitted 
admitting something really dorky here. Because it, it is the dorking out show. Footloose, the song by Kenny Loggins, mm -hmm. is one of my favorite songs of all time. And when I'm down in the dumps, yeah. it's one of my go-tos. That, it's... It's fucking, amazing, that it's song. It's catchy as fuck. Oh, my God. And it just builds. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, they they I'm telling you, Luce. They no. still, okay. <laughs> they still play it at, like, every wedding. Oh, yeah. it's. I'm convinced, like, if somebody is standing on top of a bridge and they're ready to jump, if you played them footloose, they'd kind of be like, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you, the world. The world isn't completely awful. Footloose yeah, exists. <laughs> It just has this hopefulness to it yeah. and this joy that's so innocent and fun. Yeah. And it's like they play it three times in this movie. They could play it three more times. <laughs> and I would be totally happy. And I just, I'm not normally like that. I've I have seen this movie more times than I can count. Like mm -hmm. it was always on HBO back in the day. And then it was always on. TNT or TBS or one of those USA or you know things like yep. that it is my my dad it's like one of his favorite movies and I've done a whole episode of dorking out with my dad and if you want to go back in you can listen to it but you know he'll say like Rio Bravo with John Wayne's his favorite but it's really Footloose like Footloose is his favorite movie he fucking loves it so we've watched it a million times I have it memorized but I watched it again the other day, and I'm like, yeah, this movie has definitely got some things that are problematic. Um, but that song, Footloose, has now been in my head for like three days. And I've, you can't help but sing along. Yeah. For three days, I've been walking around, everybody yeah. cut loose, cut <laughs> loose. Like, <laughs> I'm just like this. Uh, uh, uh. I, I lose my goddamn mind. It makes me so happy. Oh, I love it. And it's not a happy story. No. 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 This this, it's a huge bummer a lot of the times. This, this movie's, movie. <laughs> movie's fucking weird. It actually... Yes. Let me... Let's start with this. Do you like Footloose, the movie, or do you... I mean, you probably oh. loved it back in 84. Did you like it on the rewatch? I did, but then I was really upset with Ariel yeah. and and how people treated Ariel. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because this is clearly a 25-year-old woman, and why is everybody bossing her around and trying to tell her <laughs> what to do with her life? Yeah, I mean, they're all too old to be playing teenagers. <laughs> Except for Chris Penn and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. They're, like, still technically teenagers. Yeah. I, I wouldn't change the casting because, you know, when you get younger actors, sometimes they're not as strong right. at acting. So, you you know, if you get Kevin Bacon, okay, give me somebody who looks kind of like his age. Right. And I'll go along with it. And she does. Yeah. And they look great together. They do. They look amazing together. And I love Kevin Bacon. Yeah. We all do. He, we, I mean, who doesn't? You're, I mean, I'm helpless. But... I, I, the stuff that happens to her and I get it because, you know, she's in this Christian family and it's patriarchal and stuff, but Ariel, like in 10 years is going to be like a goth. Like mm -hmm. it's yeah. Yeah. She's living in the East village with her girlfriend. Something, something's going on with yeah, Ariel. She, that was the, also the problem I had rewatching this. And I was like, she gets hit multiple times in this movie. There's yeah. a lot of, like comments about her like sleeping around, you know. You've kissed a lot of guys, haven't you? Yeah, I was pale by comparison. Problem? It's like, well, it's, 
fuck you. Like, it's your you insecurity, dum dum. Yeah, and like kind of the idea that she wants to get out of town so bad, which, you know, I could totally understand. She's clearly not meant for that small town okay. girl, you know, who, small town who life. Who is? Who is, by the way? <laughs> right. I'm sorry. That's fucking Boringsville where they're living. I mean, yeah. and, 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 and it still exists. There are lots of towns. I have a friend that grew up in Oklahoma. Hey, Brandy. She listens to the show. Oh, uh, hi, Brandy. Uh, she says, like in Oklahoma, where she is, like there's lots of po- pockets of towns just like that. There's no dancing. I was just um, going like, to ask, is it illegal to dance? It is. It is, and a lot. It, and my, my grandmother grew up Baptist, and she would tell me stories in South Carolina growing up. Like it was a really big deal. Like she couldn't dance. She's like, but there's all these great, you know. She said Negro music. That was when she was being politically correct yes, for her. Right. <laughs> if you get mm-hmm. my drift. But she would just say, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, dancing led to sex, led to babies, led to sin. And this movie, that's what this movie's about, by the way, in case you haven't seen Footloose. It is about, like, Kevin Bacon is, like, comes from a big town, moves to this small town, and in this small town, it is illegal to dance. And all he wants to do is dance, dance. So, like, (laughs) you know, it it turns into a thing. Um, But this... In the 80s, there was a big thing where, like, the biggest problem, it seemed, in the world for a while was rock music and its lyrics and what it was doing to our kids. And this was kind of, like, uh, tapping into that a little bit, like, the idea, like, dance and rock and things like that that lead to, you know, sex. (laughs) (laughs) Promiscuity and, and that kind of thing. You know, you're just flashing that in my head. There was this case in the 80s. There was this two teenage boys mm-hmm. that listened to Judas Priest. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes. And they listened to it. That was in Reno, Nevada, Sparks, Nevada, where oh. my parents lived for years. Oh, my gosh. And I knew people who knew people who heard about that. And they were like, no, they were just high and they shot themselves. There was yeah. no like, yeah. But there was this whole thing at the time, like, as, because at one point he plays up. Uh, is it quiet riot? Yeah. Bang your head. <laughs> no. Oh, you're right. It's bang your bang head. Bang your head. Yep. It's there's no okay. It's the whitest movie in the world for sure. There's yeah. no there's no R and B well except for Dancing in the Sheets. Yeah. Okay, that's the one point. But that that that's a song. But there's like there's no people of color. No Jewish. Like it's white and Christian as it gets. But it is a whole thing. Like rock music is the devil's music, which is like. The 80s were a lot like the 50s in that way. Mm-hmm. And and those are the kind of messages we got. We also had like AIDS started happening in the mid 80s and that started being a part of the consciousness. So, yeah. you know, gay people were a problem. Rap music was a problem. Like all these things that threaten white people were a problem. Yes. There's also and, a scene in here where they start burning books. Uh, okay. Yeah. They start burning books and Ariel's father played by the 39-year-old, it turns out, uh, John Lithgow, because he only looks like a dozen years older than his own daughter. I but, and I love John Lithgow. Always put him in a movie. I'll yeah. be okay. But in one scene, he and his daughter are having kind of a showdown where the, he's the preacher, tells everybody what to do, and she tells him, I'm fucking guys. I'm going to get out of here pretty much soon, just mm-hmm. so you know. And he's upset about it. And then the very next scene... They're burning books, and then he's giving this big speech on how burning books is wrong. Yeah. When he's been totally okay with everything else being banned because his son died 
being an asshole driving drunk off a bridge. Yes. It's it's unbelievable. He changes like the he editing changes in this on a movie dime. on a goddamn dime. Yeah. I, it's it's crazy. I still like this movie. I but still it, it, I do too. <laughs> it's I mean Diane Weiss looks really young. I think I, she's only like 34. I love Diane Weiss in this movie. Me too. I, Me too. The scene there's a scene where Kevin Bacon is giving like a big speech to the town council, right? To get the law abolished. And some woman stands up like, this is outrageous. Blah, 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 blah. And Diane Weiss just says like, Eleanor, sit down. You know, Ren has a right to be heard. And I'm like, yeah, you tell yeah. her, Diane Weiss. <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> and she's so soft spoken and so oh, sweet. And it is the epitome of a thankless part. It really she is. Makes good. Yeah. They all but do. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I like about the movie. And um, I think people even with these like smaller parts make those characters stand out a little bit like my dad super loves the man who runs the mill i like the man who runs the mill that dude it's andy i think is his name and he's a good he, guy yeah and he's a good guy he's got like four lines my dad loves him thinks he's like the <laughs> smartest character in the movie like thinks he's awesome because he's the guy that knows how everything is run, but he's he is like old fashioned that way. But he's cool enough to give Ren a chance, where yeah. everyone is freaked out by Ren's haircut. <laughs> I guess there's no MTV where they are. I guess not. Like they haven't. I guess not. But he get not only he like employs Ren, who's Kevin Bacon, but he actually says, "Spoiler: You can have the dance in my goddamn barn." Yeah. Like if the, the town is going to be okay with it, like they don't, won't hold it in the city limits. You can have it here. Yeah. So he make actually think is about a it. great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Make him think about it and hear it. And yeah. And so Ren, Lori, we should say Lori Singer is the love interest Ariel. Mm -hmm. And they make her behave like a lunatic. Like that scene between the cars yeah. and she's straddling the cars, to the Sammy Hagar song. Yeah. They establish and right off the bat, like, this is Ariel. She's fucking batshit insane. And she's trying to make everybody forget that she's the preacher's daughter. It's very, yeah. And that's that whole trope of yeah. like, yeah, she's very promiscuous and mm -hmm. dangerous and stuff, but she and Ren have a connection and they like each other right away and they look great together and they, they dance do. great together. I love Chris Penn in this movie. Uh, oh, so he's, much. My, he's my favorite. He was oh, my Willard is the best. He was my pick for MVP of this movie. I think, Chris absolutely. Penn is absolutely hilarious in this movie. R.I.P. I know. He's he's just so funny and he's so sweet. And I like how, I don't know, Willard is really nice to Ren, like, kind of right off the bat. And yeah. Like, they kind of have this, ex you know, exchange where he says, like, you know, watch where you're going or whatever. And then Ren says like, I like your hat. Do they sell men's clothes where you got it? You know, that sort of thing. And, and they become friends really fast. And I like that they've always got each other's back. And, 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 and they, and there's a whole sequence where, you know, Bargo by co-host for book for movie always says like, she hates montages where mm -hmm. I, I like montages. I do too. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like it. It moves the story along for me, but the, the montage where, Willard learns to dance mm -hmm. and they play the whole song. Yes. And it's the perfect song. 
and it's the perfect pace. Like, of course you have to learn the beat and then the steps and then he dances with his little sisters and then he can dance on his own. And I, I'll never forget like how happy that made me like the first time I saw that. And every time I see it, I love Chris Penn, just like shuffling his little feet, mm -hmm. do a backup. I'm just, I love it. And he's, you could tell like, he's just having such a good time. Yeah. You know, I, I would assume that Chris Penn can probably dance somewhat in real life. And like the idea, it, it must be really hard to act like you can't dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To like, per, like make yourself not go on the beat would, I don't know. seems like it would be difficult, but I just think he's so sweet in this movie. And I think he's really funny with Sarah Jessica Parker, like mm -hmm. super young Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't think, you know, I don't think she had done anything really big before this. Like she had did Broadway. She was in Annie. Oh no, Square Pegs. Oh, and Square Pegs. That's right. You're right. Duh. What's wrong with me? Square and then of course everything. What I think the next yeah next year was the movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which is on my list. On which our is list. on my list. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And that's another one where her dad like doesn't want her to dance and she's secretly dancing and stuff like that. <laughs> but it actually kind of boggles my mind that they have Sarah Jessica Parker in this movie and she really doesn't really get to dance. Like not really. There's, there's a one scene where they go to the bar mm -hmm. and they dance to hurt so good. Yeah. And she starts to dance, but you're right. They didn't yeah. let her really go. Like, Cause because, she can actually yeah. dance. Yeah, she can. <laughs> Oh gosh. That whole bar scene is so hilarious. Like just that they can just walk in, they can order beer. Uh, of course, because they're 25 years old. They're all too because they're all they're all too old to be teenagers. <laughs> yes. Like Kevin Bacon was 26. Yeah. And Lori Singer was 27 yeah. at the time. I'm like, of course they can walk into a bar, you know, where they are. Like it's not gonna be a big deal. And why aren't they going there every weekend? Why isn't every kid in that town going to that bar? Like, Seriously. What are you doing with yourselves? You fucking nerds. They're all hanging out at that soda shop or whatever. Right. <laughs> We're dancing all at the same time. All dancing at the same time because one person has the balls to play dancing in the sheets. <laughs> Like, they don't have a radio there. I mean, seriously, it's yeah. really that bad that they don't even have that. I mean, it's just. You would like that town, Margot. According to Willard, they have Family Feud. <laughs> no, I, I didn't remember that part. <laughs> family Feud's my favorite show. Yeah, that would make me happy. But See? other than that. It's totally no. fine. Yeah. It's, I, it's yeah, way too much church for me. <laughs> definitely too much church. Let So let's talk about Chuck. <laughs> Chuck is Ariel's boyfriend when when Ren moves to town like she has this boyfriend is Chuck who clearly has graduated from high school but is dating high school girls <laughs> he's an ass so fuck him he's a loser um he gets so Ren is like backing out of a parking space and almost hits Chuck's car and by car I mean his huge truck pickup right? because yeah. duh and he, then he makes fun of Chuck or he makes fun of Ren for wearing a tie and the t and Ren calls him an asshole. And next thing you know, Chuck's like, I'm challenging you to a tractor chicken fight or whatever, the chicken race <laughs> with tractors. And I'm like, that escalated quickly. All of this because he almost hit your car. It's 
It's really weird. It's as if he knows Ariel's going to be sleeping with him soon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Chuck's yeah. read the script. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this, though. Chuck is super cute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so He's shallow. testing us. He's testing us. He's, I know. He's an asshole, but he's so cute. I, I, I still remember the first time saying that. I'm like, ooh. But oh, then he hmm. hits her, which is, which, of course, is bad. He's an asshole. Yeah. And his friends are assholes. But so, the other kids are nice. Yeah. So they do this chicken race, the playing chicken with the tractors or whatever. And um, all of Ariel's friends are on Ren's side. And Ariel's over with Chuck and, like, his loser friends. And I'm like, is that a red flag to you, Ariel? Yeah. When all your friends are, like, rooting for Kevin Bacon to fuck over your boyfriend? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Ariel. Only- and the only reason he wins is because his shoelace is tied I to the know. thing. <laughs> that I, that always like makes me crazy. But yeah, but Chuck loses, and then he and Ariel. There's a they have it's a pretty racy scene for the time. You yeah. know that they're they're kind of they're post coitus. You know having a yeah. thing, and then later on she starts. She immediately likes Ren and wants the intel. Like mm-hmm. what's going on with this guy? What is? And then they start having a relationship, and then Chuck gets really jealous. And then they beat the crap out of each other, but yeah. like, he really slugs her. Yeah. And I'm surprised that Kevin Bacon doesn't try to kick his ass later. Aren't you? Yeah. I am kind yeah. of surprised. But I I wrote in my notes, I'm like, we already know Chuck is a dick. I'm like, right. did we have to turn him into a violent prick who hits her when she tries to break up with him? And she walks around with a black eye that nobody asks Yeah, about. right. Her parents aren't her like, parents what the fuck? don't say, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Or, you know, I mean, as Rusty says with Chuck, you know, I never thought he had all of his dogs barking anyway. <laughs> Rusty and her expressions, I'm telling you. That <laughs> doesn't make that makes your toes curl. Don't tell me it doesn't. Like, what? <laughs> Who You're talks from like New that? York. <laughs> You're from New York, Sarah Jessica Parker. So then after the tractor race, uh, Ren goes home and his like uncle is there and like. You know, I heard that there were some kids like racing tractors and I heard that there was drugs at the school and totally blames Ren for it. And I'm like, Uncle Wes can fuck off forever. That dude's yeah. an asshole. He's a huge asshole. Like Ren can do all this damage. Just one person. Yes. In a huge school. Yes. Well, you know, he's from Chicago there. So. so. There you go. Yeah. He must be super guilty. He's just such a huge dick. And there's just this whole thing. About, I'm like, why doesn't Ren's mom step in and go, fuck off, back off? I wonder what the situation is. Like, is she she must be really broke. I right. think she got, I think it's the same thing like um, Diane Weist and Lost Boys. Like, right. she's divorced yeah. and broke. And she has to live with relatives. And it's not her choice, but she's going to make the best of it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. But they want, yeah, they don't want to teach Slaughterhouse Five. I mean, it's a very cartoon version mm-hmm. of a Christian town that hates For sure. people. But I'm sure it happens. Oh yeah. yeah. What do you think of uh, Kevin Bacon's big dance sequence in the warehouse with all the gymnastics? I always thought it was a little goofy, <laughs> but I kind of love it at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I always, every time 
he's like in mid something and Errol shows up and it's just before his finish. Yeah. And I always have that frustration. Like he was almost done. Like, yeah. do we really need Lori Singer now? Like let him finish and then have her come in. It's just always like that interruption. I know. But there, you could tell there's like three or four doubles. <laughs> like they're all just different sizes and everything. But I love it. I don't care. I love it. Ren needed to get that energy out. Yeah. He just wants to dance. He, just, he doesn't want to beat up people. No. No, his intentions are good. He's a, he's a dancer, not a fighter. He's a good kid. He is a good kid. What's yeah. with all the gymnastics in this movie? Like, this I, is a small town. Why do they have a gymnastics team? It's big. Right? I think it's like if you can't dance and you need to move, like maybe gymnastics is how you go or wrestling. <laughs> gymnastics is too much like dancing and dancing leads to sex. I think when somebody was just like, what they, pansy? Somebody actually used yeah. the expression pans. And that felt old to me then. Yeah. But now I've like, I crack up hilarious. Like, oh, pansy. Oh, start. Yeah. Goober. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? Let's see. They go over the state line. They go dance. Willard can't dance at all. We talk about that. Needs to yeah. learn. And then Reverend Moore. That's John Lithgow's character. Uh, confronts Ariel and he slaps her. Yeah. Well, she's mouthy. Yeah. Um, she, som sometimes, according to Sean Connery, you just have to smack a lady. Yeah, it, it, but I, I've seen a lot of movies with that. Yeah. You know, where like a, a man and a woman are yelling at each other, and the woman says something, and the guy just hits her, and then she just walks out of the room, and then that's just it. There's no consequences. There's right. no. Yeah, I think it's just a, a trope of the time. But she then tries to make up with her dad, like I said, and she has the whole, whole scene. And he's the town preacher. Like, he has to have lunch with these ladies. And he feels the burden of everybody wanting him to be the moral arbiter. Mm -hmm. And he lost his son a couple of years before, which must have been terrible. Yeah. And I don't, you know, that must be awful. And his wife is such a nice lady. And boy, mm -hmm. doesn't she look like she wants to go to New York or Chicago? I mean, don't you think, like... Yeah, she does. Diane Weiss just looks like, oh, my God, get me the fuck out of here. She like, looks like, I'm, oh, my God, I'm playing the part of a preacher's wife in a school production of something. And this is what yeah. I think a preacher's wife would dress like. <laughs> as soon as he's dead, she's out of town. Yeah. Like she's like planning her goodbyes. Yeah. It's it, there's a lot of like thankless like tropes, but I find the music really good. Yes. I like it when they so he does the whole scene. You know, there's a scene where they have to meet the town council. And, of course, they're not going to go along with it all the way. Mm -hmm. But they're going to hold it at the mill because Andy's an awesome guy yeah. and lets him go to the mill. And I like how everybody works together, that whole montage. Yeah. They all work together to clean things up and make it nice. To the song make, I'm Free by Kenny Loggins. Which I, I love Kenny Loggins, I too, I have to say. Same. Same. I'm not He's made an of emotional stone. writer. No, I, I, I yeah, exactly. Uncle, I cry. Uncle, yeah. I can't. I can't resist it. What's your he, What's your favorite song on the soundtrack? Uh, it's got to be Footloose, which I know is yeah. a basic thing to say, but I'm free is probably my second one. Yeah, yeah. I I really like holding out for a hero. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> wasn't that the TV theme song too? That for some show in the '80s. Probably. <laughs> it's one of those songs we heard a lot when we were. And then how much do you love Almost Paradise? That old drippy Almost ballad. Paradise. Paradise. 
Such with a guy like, from Loverboy um, and the woman from Heart. Yeah, I mean, what's it, more perfect in '80s? So '80s, and like just the epitome of like the eighth grade slow dance song. Oh my god! Like with the like arm length, you know, between while you're slow dancing. You guys can't see it, but that's what I'm doing right now. Like with the arms <laughs> out. Like I have another random question. Uh, why does Chuck care if there's a dance? Because Chuck can't dance because Chuck has <laughs> is in a gay pan is in the gay panic. Maybe that's it. Like he knows he doesn't even go to the school. Why is he hanging around there all the time? And why does he care if they have a senior dance to the point where he shows up at the dance to kick Ren's ass? With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, he has all his friends and they're like, don't you want to dance? That's for pansies. And then they just take off. Like, you don't have to dance at the dance. There's going to be girls there yeah. and you can sneak booze. That's right. what everybody's doing. Like, what is your problem? But no, I think Chuck's in a gay panic. I think so, too. Because, yeah. like, he even sends, like, his stupid little minions to, you know, the store or whatever where Ren is. And, like, they, like, assault him, basically. And, Chuck heard that you're trying to get a dance started. It's like, so what? <laughs> get a life, Chuck. I don't know yeah. what Chuck does all day, but he needs to get hobbies. Also, I watched this movie so much on cable that I forgot that there were unnecessary butt shots of all the guys in the shower. <laughs> unnecessary or awesome? No, I'm sorry. When I, when I said unnecessary, <laughs> I meant awesome. <laughs> They're all over 18, I'm sure. So I'm okay with it. That's right. It was just funny. I was like, oh, yeah. There's was, some nudity here. There, I yeah. forgot. <laughs> Sweet. It's just really <laughs> weird. It's just a weird thing in this movie. Like, yeah, okay, sure. We're going to throw some butts in there. I'm like, I'm into it. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we got the burning books. Yes. Banning, dancing, burning books. And I wrote, cool town. Uh, Chuck hits her. And uh, no consequences, no consequences for that. Um, and then she calls Ren to come and get her. And she says, will you ever kiss me? And I was I wrote in my notes, you just got punched in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you really want to kiss right now? Hey, <laughs> I have this huge fat lip and I'm all, my gums are bleeding. Will you, you think you'll kiss me? You want to make out? <laughs> you want to make out? Boy, do I. <laughs> <laughs> so weird oh, poor ariel i know she it's it's i don't love the way ariel is treated in this movie actually no but i still love the movie so much um what do you think of ariel's prom dress it's very 80s it's very um prim and proper mm -hmm. i thought uh, it was too I... I thought it was too prim and proper for ariel yeah yeah, but I think she's she, what she would really wear would be something sleekier and sexier. Mm -hmm. And she could wear anything. She's so tall and thin. She could like right. literally look good in anything. I think she's just trying to toe the line so her parents will let her go. 
That's true. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. I love Ren's tux. Oh, he looks great. He's got a good sense of style. He does. And I like how everybody looks at the prom. I, I, I know some of it's a little 70s-ish, but that makes sense to yeah. me. When and I, yeah, I, the kids are cute. They are. And when I first saw this movie, I thought, I I figured, they so they show up and like nobody's dancing because nobody. And wants, I like that. Yeah. And nobody, because nobody wants to be first. And that's totally that's always true. Like at these, at school dances, like, and I find that sometimes I don't know about you, but like a lot of weddings and stuff I go to yeah. too. Like it takes a while to get people warmed up to yeah. do it. Booze helps. Maybe white people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. White people were so fucking lame. But the first time I saw this movie, I thought, Oh shit. The whole town. No one knows how to dance. Right. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, Oh my God, they're all like Willard. None of them know how to dance. Um, I mean, they grew up in a town that banned dancing. It's <laughs> it's possible. Um, also, I would really want to go to that dance. They look it like they're looks, having a good time. The food looks great. <laughs> they have like the pies and stuff like that. I want to eat those pies oh, and then I'm going to dance. <laughs> then if I get too hot, you walk outside and mm -hmm. just take in the moonlight and then go back in. I, it, I agree with you. It sounds like so much fun. I, I just think that they look like they're having such a good time. Uh, my husband did wander into the room at the end and was commenting on the the camera work in the dance scene at the uh, end. It's with a like, little weird. Because they, they basically put like lights around the camera. So it's like almost like the camera is framed with lights or something. And David's like, and then there's glitter everywhere, but there's yeah, no glitter on the ground. And he's like, what's happening? It's very disorienting. They do, they do make definite choices where they just treat that last dance, a lot of glitter in that last yeah. dance sequence, like, which they wouldn't be, it's not a gay club. I mean, it's not like there's no, <laughs> and it's raining men. Right. And that's a pain in the ass to clean up. You know, if you've ever had to try to clean up that stuff, Yeah, but I don't know. Like once the music starts, once again, Footloose. Yeah. And everyone just starts getting into it. And then the guys do their thing. And then the women do their thing. And I, that there's a girl like the, he has a really curvy body mm -hmm. and she's just like shaking her moneymaker. She and is sexy. Sexy as shit. I'm like, I'm loving this. It makes me so happy. That, it's just that scene actually kind of cracks me up because she, she's really sexy. And yeah. She's a she's a grown ass woman. Like that's a grown yeah. woman, and right. the boy who's looking at her and like puts his glasses <laughs> on looks like he's twelve. Yes, like it's like a really weird like cut. It's a, they're an odd pairing. Like like he puts sure. his glasses on and he's like, "Mom." <laughs> <laughs> but there's the one guy that has the suspenders and yeah. he kind of like works the suspenders and he does a little tumble and. I, and there's a guy that does the robot kind of thing. Yeah, they've got the, like, popping and locking going on, but it's all white people. <laughs> Somebody there stole cable and was watching MTV. And maybe they were charging people to come over and, like, check out MTV. So they got some dance moves because they knew something. Like, yeah. These are not novices. But right. I don't care. I It makes me happy. As soon as they got – I don't know. It just puts – it's the, the cherry on top of the sundae. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is perfect. Yeah. No, it's super, super fun. And once again, why is Sarah Jessica Parker not dancing? All you know, these people are dancing. Can we have Sarah Jessica Parker dance? Why, why didn't they let her dance? Maybe she had an injury or something because she can dance. I know. So weird to me. Yeah. Um, did you read about some of the people that they thought 
they wanted to cast in this movie. I heard it was Tom Cruise. Yeah. One point it was Tom Cruise. Um, what happened? Because they, they actually really liked him in Risky Business, but he was unavailable because he was doing all the right moves. Oh, yeah. And then keen. And then uh, Rob Lowe, apparently, was also yeah. maybe going to play the lead. Um, you know, but he had to go and make something really shitty like St. Elmo's Fire instead. <laughs> God, the movie's so bad. Please go back and listen to our St. Elmo's Fire We covered St. Elmo's Fire, please, yes. That's an epic episode. Um, I heard, I read that Madonna auditioned for Laurie Singer's role. I'm sure she auditioned for everything in right? 1984. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Daryl Hannah turned down the role to play Madison and Splash. Thankfully. I think that was a good choice, Daryl Hannah. And yeah. then, and then pretty much like every, everyone auditioned for Laurie Singer's role, according to this list. It's like. Melanie Griffith, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jamie Lee Curtis, Rosanna Arquette, Meg Tilly, like Heather Locklear, Meg Ryan. <laughs> but nobody like 18 or 19 years old. They really was nobody talented that could do that. Yeah. I, Diane Lane is on here and Brooke Shields is on here. Like they would have been the right age. Maybe Bridget Fonda would have been the right age. But a lot of these. Brid Bridget Fonda would have been good. Yeah. Or Jennifer Jason Leigh. Is on yeah, this totally. List. She would have been the right age. Jennifer Jason Lee is too serious for a movie like this. No, no. I, you know, I honestly, I like Laurie Singer in the part. I think she's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to her? She did like the man with one red shoe, and then did she do anything else? The funny thing about her, and I remember this, is my brother Joe was obsessed with David Letterman and would record him every night mm -hmm. um, in the eighties, and. I, he he would watch it in the afternoon the next day. Laurie Singer did a movie, the, Ram with, the Man with One Red Shoe, and Letterman interviewed her, and she was super, super awkward. But at one point, she was like, yeah, it's a movie about a spy who finds a woman, and I wish it was a little bit funnier, but it's a good movie. And it was just <laughs> like, oh, for fuck's sakes, woman, you had one job. <laughs> her PR people are like, ah, uh, Singer! <laughs> and it's so funny to watch because he's like, oh, well, and Letterman just got totally just jumps in like, oh, OK, thanks. Like, <laughs> cool. You just saved me seven bucks or. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or whatever it cost at the time. But I I don't think she was like a big I don't think she wanted to be a big movie star. Who knows? I don't know. I'd be curious to see what she's doing now. Yeah. I think she's I, great here, though. She is. She yeah. is. Everybody is. Yeah. I, and I think that's one of the reasons the movie is still still fun to watch and probably. I mean, like I said, I didn't watch the remake. Um, no. But I can't imagine that it has, like, this kind of fun that this one has and the performances. Are, everyone's just really likable. I totally Except agree. Except for Chuck. Chuck, <laughs> but he's so cute, though. <laughs> I still think he's cute. I'm so, I'm so cheesy that way. So, of course, I went down, like, a whole rabbit hole on the soundtrack because the soundtrack was so huge. And... I could not believe this. Um, it didn't win anything for music. Stop it. Jump back. Jump back. <laughs> so it was nominated for. So Footloose, the song was nominated. And Let's Hear It for the Boy was nominated. And Ghostbusters was nominated. <laughs> and Against All Odds. Oh, I, Against All Odds won, right? And I super love that song. And yes. I just called to say I love you from the woman in red. 
by Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that and, was a big song. And that's the song that won. And I think it's interesting, like, all of those songs were big songs. It was huge. Like, I, I feel like now when you get, like, the best original song, it there's, like, two songs you recognize and then three that you're like, what the fuck? What? Oh, that must <laughs> Cheryl have played. Crow? What? Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always a Cheryl Crow song. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Something that there's played like... over the credits of. Randy Newman. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, it's the Dolly Parton song from Beethoven's Second. Awesome. Like, why is that nominated? You just things like that. But I mean, these were all big, big hits. Um, also, strangely, no Purple Rain. Purple Rain oh. came out the same time. It's not nominated for anything here. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. go. But you know, I don't like that song. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, anything off the soundtrack. They could have done Let's Go Crazy. Yeah, no, that's the best song of like, the year. Yeah, Ghostbusters, come on. Is it really the best song from the movie that no. year? <laughs> but, you know, when you watch that movie, you think of that song. And when you yeah. listen to that song, you think of that movie. Yeah. It's it's just so integrated to, to each so, other. It must have been really hard to write. It's just like, <laughs> Ghostbusters. You rip Lewis, apparently. <laughs> you rip off Huey Lewis and you write in Ghostbusters all the time. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Uh, Ghostbusters. Um, blah, blah, blah. Ghostbusters. Blah, blah. Ghostbusters. Done. I wrote a song. <laughs> I actually really like that song, Huey Lewis. I want a new drug. Yeah. I used to love that song. Oh, my God. I, I love Huey Lewis. Me too. Um, do you think Ariel and Ren are still together? Fuck no. No. <laughs> totally no. not. <laughs> they made it like a couple of more months and then Ren went back to Chicago. I mm -hmm. think she goes to New York and lives a whole other life. Yeah. I think she probably marries a woman. Yeah. That's what I think. She's, yeah. I think like, yeah. I think there's a lot that, that that's there that's just sort of like, I'm super into dudes. Like, she's like so... <laughs> sexual like you kind of like wonder with I've, I've, I've had friends like what was that, that again margo <laughs> i've had friends that I'm were like super, super into dudes <laughs> i love sex and i get laid all the time and i think about penis all the time and then later on they're like and this is maria and we're living together mm -hmm. i'm like oh okay <laughs> do you think rusty and willard are still together no 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 she definitely moved away but, but I think Willard does better. I think he's improved by the situation. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a dancer now, and I think he has a little more confidence, and he's a nice guy. <laughs> make a sequel to Footloose, and it's like staying alive. It's all about, but it's about <laughs> Willard, and Willard goes Willard. to New York and like <laughs> tries to like get a Broadway job. <laughs> I'd actually watch that movie. I would totally watch the shit out of that movie, to be honest with you. He and Ariel have lunch. And Ariel's with her new girlfriend, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, remember Ren? And she's like, who? Hmm. I remember who that is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is there anything else we want to say about Footloose? It's awesome. It is. It's, it's pretty great. It's so fun. to. It was so fun to rewatch. It's a great payoff. It's not too deep. You can uh, don't dive too deep with it. I mean, there's there. It's problematic in some parts for sure. Anything is after a while. Yeah. But it's so fun, and the joy I feel at that last sequence, and they end it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Just end it at the dance. I don't need anything else. I yeah. just think it's perfect. And yeah. I, I, one of my complaints always with movies is they go like ten minutes too long. 
Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, and here they are in their new home and they're living happily ever after and blah, blah. It's like, I don't need any of that shit. Like, it just ends right. with a dance. Like, just end. It's great. Just yeah. the way it is. Yep. I totally agree with you. And it, it is like, it's so fun to rewatch. And I even love the opening credits with all the shoes, all the feet Apparently dancing. that's all the the crew members like they, awesome. they just like throughout the filming they just had people doing that and i just think that's what, what makes it really cute that's super cute i didn't know that i learned yeah. something today yep do you want to hear we've already done like the top 10 movies of 84 because we've done other 84 movies but i thought maybe you'd like to hear about some of the oscar winners sure go oh. for it okay so uh you're gonna hear a lot of amadeus Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus won everything at the Oscars. It won Best Picture. It won Best Director. It won Best Actor. Uh, Sally Field won for Places in the Heart. I've never seen that still. Uh, I saw it, but it's fine. <laughs> right. Um, the Killing Fields. Uh, Hang S. Noor for The Killing Fields. I've, I saw that, but I don't want to ever see it again. Uh, it's a bummer. It's just a little. <laughs> and then his life is a bummer. Yeah. Because he was killed. Yeah. Um, Pat Morita was nominated for the Karate Kid. Thank goodness, Mr. Miyagi. Mm, that was a good, that's a good nomination. I like that's that. A, yeah. Uh, Places in the Heart for screenplay and Amadeus for adapted screenplay. Documentary features The Times of Harvey Milk. That's an awesome. Awesome awesome documentary if you guys are looking for a recommendation absolutely see that movie yes you have to see it it's so good it's so yeah. good and then i already told you about song and yeah that's that's that okay well i found out a few of the top songs for the time were they all footloose uh there's one <laughs> <laughs> uh so the number one song of the year was actually Prince, When Doves Cry. Oh, uh, yeah. Love that song. Mm -hmm. uh, Tina Turner, What What's Love Got to Do With I It? Love that. I love Tina Turner. You're simply so the best. <laughs> I have to Stay. stop singing. I'm going to scare our <laughs> listeners away. I have to stop. Um, say, Say, Say by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Mm. Footloose by Kenny Loggins, of course. Obviously. Um, Against All Odds, Phil Collins. That song was everywhere. I still love that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jump by Van Halen. Oh, yeah. That was a huge hit. Huge hit. And then finally, we have Hello by Lionel Richie. Oh, my God. That song to, was huge, too. I used to love Lionel Richie. Me, too. I had that album. Yep. Dancing on the Ceiling. Yep. Yep. All that. And what was the... Oh, he just had a ton, like You Are and Truly and, oh, God, Stuck on You. I loved Lionel Richie. I was super He was very him. appealing. He was appealing. He was. Uh, what else are you dorking out about, Margo? Well, so as we're recording this, Quentin Tarantino has his ninth movie out. Is it Once Upon a Time in America or in L.A.? But In Hollywood. In Hollywood. Thank you. Sorry. That's okay. Couldn't get a ticket. It's uh, through Alamo Drafthouse because that's the only way I see movies now. Mm -hmm. And so I'm instead of going to the movies, I'm scrolling through my Instagram and I followed Danny Pellegrino, who has a reality podcast, mm -hmm. reality TV podcast. And he brought up an episode of The Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica Simpson. Oh, my God. Yes. 
I, remember I used that. to watch this and it was an episode where Jessica, it's the second season and Jessica became a huge star and Nick did not like <laughs> the this tension between them right. was incredible. And she's constantly like going because he was supposedly like the better singer or whatever. But so she has this beauty project product that she's promoting. And it was like this lotion that you could taste, like you could eat it and put it on your skin. It looks disgusting, Ew. but it was dessert by Jessica Simpson. Uh, what? And, and, what? That <laughs> and the level of tension between Nick and Jessica is like palpable. And then the next level of tension between Jessica and her par Jessica's parents is also super palpable. Oh my and gosh. you watch this episode and like everything that was cute a year before, like she's there's this, at the very top of the show. She says, y'all, when I was in seventh grade, first day of seventh grade, the teacher asked, what are the seven continents of the world? And she said, I raised my hand because I knew the answer. And I yelled out, A-E-I-O-U. <laughs> So she was always kind of ditzy, mm -hmm. but, and it's, and super hot by the way. I forgot. Oh how my God. She had, she was, she had like this huge mane of blonde hair that, and like a, just a slamming tight body that oh was my ridiculous. God. Yeah. And you know, Nick is cute too, but it's, he's like nowhere near her. Right. Like she's Yeah. And so there's this whole scene where she's taking pictures for this dessert by Jessica Simpson's photo shoot. And she starts eating the, the stuff because they say you can eat it. And halfway through the shoot, she starts getting nauseous. Oh, my God. And then she crawls to the bathroom. Oh, my God. And her poor mother, who's her momager, says, it's okay, honey. They're in New York, by the way, when they're doing this. She's like, it's okay, honey. We're going to cancel the shoot. You obviously don't feel well. We'll take you to your hotel. We'll get a doctor. You're going to be okay. And Jessica is literally crawling on the floor oh in the God. hotel to her door. And her mother says to Nick, maybe you should help her. Nick doesn't say a word. <gasps> and it turns out she had a stomach flu for two days. Oh, my God. And they had to call the doctor to get an IV. And... I was like, oh my God, like he fucking didn't even like pick her up or anything, like nothing. And so I go to Wikipedia and I look it up. She filed for divorce like six months later. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you, Jessica. Yeah. You're the star. You know what? And you know this to be true. When you are sick, yeah, like, and you need someone to help you, this is when like your people come, like, yep. This is their time to shine. And if they don't, well, you just made Lose the fucking him. list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he He's so resentful of her on so many levels. Right. You can just tell. And it's just, it's crazy to watch it. But it, it was like this time capsule of like the early, two, I don't even know when it was, like 2004, 2005. That but sounds right. It, yeah. It sounds, yeah, that's about it. But anyway, I just went down that rabbit hole and I watched the episode. And it's just so multi-layered. And I looked it up like, she like got her ass out of there. It's like, you know what, buddy? Nope. I'm going to yeah. make a lot of money on my own and I don't need you. Oh my God. She's still like, she has yeah. a fashion line, right? She makes so much money with her name and yeah. her husband is a former football player. And he's like, honey, you run the business. I'll just have babies with you and be awesome. You know? And that's the relationship. That's, and like, that's what she needed. Yeah. That sounds awesome. You know what? 
By the way, she sells like a lot of stuff through like Macy's.com and yeah, some of it's really, really cute. So the Jessica Simpson shoes are really cute. Yeah. I used to have a pair of those. They were like the yeah. perfect black flats that I she, had from she, her. They were great. Yeah. She's not that smart. I mean, there's a few times where she says things like she can't understand why bratwurst is white. And they're like, well, it's pork. She goes, well, why are pigs white? Is that a boar? They're like, no, that's pork. But <laughs> she's like. Or when she thought tuna, she was she confused. Cause chicken the, of the sea. Because the can said chicken of the sea. And she's like, I thought this was tuna, but I guess it's chicken. No. Uh. <laughs> but it's it's crazy because her parents split up a few years later. And then it turns out her dad is I think he's come out as gay, but he's definitely That's right. putting off that vibe. Yeah. And oh you can see God. like totally he's having a conversation with his wife and his daughter and he's angry. And it's like, he's the one, he's got tons of Botox in his face yeah. and, and tannerific and all that stuff. And his wife just looks like a normal woman and he's angry at her. I'm like, Oh, these men just hate their women. Oh my God. And, and their women are amazing. Like what the hell is your problem? But anyway, that's what I dorked yeah. out about this week. It's that's, all on YouTube. Look it up. That is some really good dorking out. Oof. I have been watching Fleabag. Oh, isn't it the best? It is the fucking best. So yeah. even David's watching it, you guys. That's how good it is. And we plowed through the first season and we're two or three episodes into the second season. And mm -hmm. it's just so good. It's just... It's funny as fuck and weird and dark. And she's amazing. Uh, yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I, I just, I, I love it. I can't believe I waited this long to like, to watch it. It's, she's so great in it. And I hope she wins like a million awards. It's just so, I love a show that surprises me in this, like every single episode. I was like, I didn't think that's where that was going. Like every episode, it's so wait to keep going with it. It just ah. it's yeah, uh, I know. And then it's like, I want two more seasons, and she's like, Nope, this is all I'm doing with the character. I'm yeah. gonna do other stuff from now on. And good for her, but she's brilliant. She's yeah. so brilliant and, and I, funny and beautiful. I know and everything. And I she know. and she's like 35. Fuck you, Phil. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, I don't. I love her. I think she's so great. And I, I like that she's keeping it to two seasons. Like, and, and that's one of those things that like they do a lot on BBC that I love. Like, yeah, they don't always drag it out. You know, they like, this is no. the story we're telling and they tell their story and then they end it. And I'm like, I'm into it. I like that. So do I. I'm totally into that. So I'm super into it. Where can people find you on the internet, Margot? On social media, you can find me. My handle is at Brooklyn Fitchick, and I'm mostly there on Twitter and Instagram, not Facebook so much, but I do have a blog, and the blog is called brooklynfitchick.com, and all the stuff that I work on, meaning the podcast shows that I work on, I put there, including the Dorking Out show and What a Creep, oh, which is catching yes. on like wildfire. Yeah, you guys, uh, you should definitely be listening to What a Creep. It is I know it sounds dark and weird, but it's actually really good and really fun. We're having a really good time, and it and it seems to be really catching on, and you should start listening. It's really good, yep. and you can find everything about What a Creep at What a Creep uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We're at Creep Pod. Yep. 
Uh, you can find me at The Sonia Show. That's Sonia with an I. Uh, that's on Twitter and thesoniashow.com. And I just like updated my blog with a new header and new content and everything. And I'm going to be trying uh, a lot harder to update that more often. And oh, you, great. Yeah. I, blogging's my first love. I'm bringing blogging back, you guys. It's going to be cool again. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> um. And you can find Dorking Out at DorkingOut.com, and we're Dorking Out Show on Twitter and sometimes Facebook, not very often. <laughs> uh, go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. That would be a thumbs up because most of our reviews are still really old, you guys. And I know you love Margot, so let's update it. And did I say everything? I think I did. You said all the things. I said all the things. Let's dance! <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.